Well, hello everyone and welcome to episode 7 of the We Only Do One Take podcast. And as always, I have the intelligent black hair. <laughs> I was going somewhere a bit different than Brown what I hair. Uh, I'm just trying to describe you. He's got eyebrows, he's got a beard. I'm still trying to grow a beard. That's it's it's only taken you ten years. At twenty eight, I'm I'm almost look at it. It's look, it's not patchy today. I must say, your uh dirty um pedo mustache is <laughs> <laughs> looking spectacular, what can I say? Thank you very much. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome a big round of applause, Anthony. Woo! Also known as Church. Kieran, thank you so much. It's so nice to actually have you back on the podcast because last episode was, as as our uh, little slogan goes, a little bit of a shit show. <laughs> Look, <clears throat> I think we shouldn't get bogged down on details, but I feel it's important to explain to the lovely listeners why I wasn't there. Mm. Um, and at times there are emergencies, <laughs> and one is called to duty. Called to action. Call of Duty. Call of Duty. Never played it. Duty. Call of Duty. I don't know. I just wanted to say duty. <laughs> I've I've never played it. I've never been a fan of video games. Yep. Which there we go. We've lost half the listeners. I was gonna say apparently they're an addiction now. Apparently it's real. Yes. I heard that. Anyway, continue. Yes, I, I heard that in the di- well, in the DSM five, which is what they use to diagnose those things. Yeah. Apparently, it it's in the back saying needs further consideration. Oh, well, okay then. <laughs> Problem solved. So it'll be it'll be eighteen years when they release the new version. It'll oh, be yeah. it'll be a disorder. Great. Um, I'll be sucked into virtual reality by then. Yeah, there'll be virtual reality disorders. I can't wait. Like that's real. That's 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 real meta. <laughs> that's really meta. <laughs> oh, it's exciting. Imagine if we could film this in and then. They, people could watch it in virtual reality. That would be <laughs> utterly horrible. Because <laughs> people could really see what our studio looks like. <laughs> this is a proper studio <laughs> with proper sound equipment. Anyway, I was apologising. Yep. Um, uh, uh, look, emergencies are called. Someone has to go volunteer. And, and that's that's what that's what was required of me. Yeah. Uh, well, you're safe. You're here. That's right. And I just want to quickly say, because I didn't say this at the, at the last podcast, a very big thank you to the lovely lady at Club X who helped us buy our dildos for our competition. I must say that was the one of the weirdest experiences I've had in a sex shop. Now, it was your first time, I heard. Yes, it, w- it was my first time. And you were amazed. <laughs> I mean, because of the internet, you don't need to go into a sex shop. No, no, no. Um, But she was professional. She was. She was lovely. I learnt a lot. I I didn't realise, and I think a lot of people said this on the podcast last time. I I didn't realise how many people were in there. I didn't realise that so many dildos had balls. That's something that everyone was actually quite shocked about as well when we did the test. Mm. I don't know what the results are of those tests. You'll have to watch the video, which is up on YouTube as we speak. Oh, there you go. Um, but we did it. And that lady, like I said, was very helpful. Uh, she helped us get an absolute bargain. Shaniqua, I think, was her name. I don't... Th- yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, 
yeah, I'd just like to say thank you. Not a sponsor, obviously, but thank you to the lady down at Club uh, X. She did a fantastic... I, I, I will do my best to get her on this podcast. Uh, you know what? If you can get her on this podcast, that would be absolutely incredible. I will do my best <laughs> to get her on this podcast because that will be a, a great... Uh, that would be a great <laughs> podcast. What a... What what a uh we'll have to film it can i just put it out there just, can you just imagine you walking i can't imagine you just walking into a sex shop hi do you remember me i talked about my podcast would you like to come on my podcast we did talk about the <laughs> podcast when we went in there because it looked very odd that three uh, t- uh that t- <laughs> that two men were walking into a sex shop trying to buy the cheapest yet most uh most different sex toys <laughs> and not be suspect <laughs> <laughs> she just thought that like, those two gay guys put on this thing about a podcast. That's some fucking gay as shit. They're gonna fuck their asses so good. So. <laughs> oh, she, look, we should have invited her. Well, you know what? If you can get her on this podcast, I will give you a whole ten dollars. <laughs> really? Um, we had uh previous guest Niall on this show. Mm. You remember Niall? I know Niall. Well, you know Niall. Yeah. Um. <laughs> He won $5 off me the other day because I bet he couldn't do 20 push-ups. I can do 20 push-ups right now. He got to 19 and he was struggling and just oh. managed out of spite, out of spite to get I, to 20. I went to the gym today. I feel very sore. I'm very, I've been to the gym today. I'm back. I'm oh, New Year's resolution. I'm trying. Yeah. I'm trying to lose yeah. weight. I'm trying to lose, you know, 400 kilos. Mm-hmm. Uh, did 30 push-ups. Yeah. So, you know, Niall, keep up. That's all mm-hmm. I'm saying. Mm-hmm. I joined a gym. Yep. I've actually got two gym memberships I'm going at the moment. <laughs> I'm very, I'm very impressed. I haven't cancelled the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yes, booked in a personal training session. I start in two weeks' time. Very so that's very, very exciting. But you know what? I was coming back from the gym today, and this is what this is my rant, right? Oh, we've got a rant. I'll tell you what, I'm back to work, and it, you know it's actually quiet on the roads. It's quiet on the trains. It's quiet on lots of places at the moment. Unless you're taking Hoddle Street. Well, don't take Hoddle Street. But something I figured out what really fucking shits me more than anything on earth, and that is poor etiquette. Mm-hmm. You know when you're walking down an escalator? Oh, yeah. And I don't generally walk down escalators. No, I just generally stand there in the escalator. Oh, so you're, you're part me, of the problem. Takes me down you the are, escalator. You are part of the problem, my friend, Especially because escalators... when I'm being annoying and I stand on the right-hand oh, side. <laughs> you are the kind of person that I'm here to rant about. Get the fuck out of my way. Jesus fucking Christ. I'm trying to catch a train. You can obviously see that the train is sitting at the station and you're... Halfway through, just standing there with all your shopping. It's always old, middle-aged old ladies with all their shopping. Turch, we live in Australia. The oh. train will be there in the next hour. I, <laughs> if that's you why that, I need to get on that one. It will be in the next hour. Jesus fucking Christ. Just stand to the left and move out of the way. And if you're in the right lane, if you're in the right-hand side, and I'm moving far quicker than you are, move aside a little bit, just so I can get past. Because obviously... I need to catch that train far more far more than you do. I just want to explain to our American listeners <sighs> that the right hand the left hand side is the slow slide rather than the right hand side because they're probably very confused by that. Well, yeah. They're probably <laughs> you know, so the <laughs> But right, you know what else the shits me? Right. People being again, poor etiquette. Mm. You know, it's like not learning where, how, which armrest you own on a, on a plane. Very important that you know which one it is because that's just proper practice. 
but proper practice on a public transport too. Actually, question about the plane and the and the etiquette. You know the Boeing, the big jumbo jet. What's uh, it called? Uh, seven, f- seven eighty seven. Not, not the seven four seven. A three eighty. A three eighty. Right. There's a new version where it's got five seats in the middle section. Yep. Okay. Now, obviously, if there's if there's three seats, yep. person on the window gets the window. Window. Person in the middle gets the two armrests. Yep. Right. Person on the on the aisle gets the gets the leg room. Gets the leg stretch. Right. What happens if you're on that 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 middle section with five seats? You're both in the middle. Well, okay. Obviously, the two ends only get one armrest. Yeah. I think that the the person in the middle obviously has the worst. I still think that they get both armrests. The person sitting in, in seat in the middle. So three. Yeah, One, two, three, three four, yeah, five, yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely still gets two armrests because they've got the worst seat. They've got two people on either side. Hmm. I think that the person objectively pro- seats two and four are the worst seats now. Mm-hmm. But they must suffer because still they've got quicker access to the bathroom. So. I think they only get one armrest, and that is on the respective left or right side, depending on what side of the plane they're on. If you'd like to donate to our Patreon account, which I'll set up very soon. Yes! So we can avoid travelling economy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing. But public transport etiquette, just quickly. I had a lady sit on a train. Now, public transport... Sit on the train or in the train? In the train, on a seat. Okay. And she had her hand... Speaking of seats, on the next seat next to her, her handbag. Hmm. And I... And it was busy train, it was peak hours, sort of coming home. And I thought, but I saw this a seat with a handbag on. I thought, great. Oh, you know what? I'm taking that seat because that was not only a great seat, but it was going forward with the train and yeah. a window seat. Uh huh. So, but she needed it for a coin purse. Well, no, no. I said, oh, look, can you please move your bag? And she goes, oh no, my friend's coming. Okay. And I went. That's I'll be your friend. I'll be your friend. That's what you that's said. That's not how this works, you see. So I thought to myself, fine, two could play this game. I will sit across from you and I will see when your friend's coming. So we stop. Now, non-Melbourneites, Melburnians. Melburnians, probably. I like it. Melburnians. Melbourneites. I like Melbourneites. Yeah. I, feel, I feel like, a, you know. Yeah, I feel like know. it's a basketball team. That's yeah, true. Melbourneites. There we go. Uh, know that there's whole bunch of trains uh, stops in the loop in the city. Mm-hmm. I get on Southern Cross. I want to point out once again to our international listeners, uh, Underground Loop has four stations. Five. Five. We've got Flagstaff. Oh, sorry. Five. So, four and a half stations. <laughs> We've got four and a half stations. So speaking Compared of the, to the London Underground, who's yeah. got, I don't know how many, or New York has all got the, how many. We've got, we've got four and a half. So, this lady, <laughs> I get on Southern Cross. The next stop is Flagstaff. No one gets on. But she still stops people from sitting down. I'm like, okay, this is a little bit rude, but maybe your friend's getting on at Melbourne Central, which is one of the biggest stations that we have. Hmm. Friend doesn't get on. Was or, it an invisible friend? Or a Parliament station, okay, which is the next one. And then suddenly we're outside of the loop. So now we're into the uh, one train line out to get outside of the city. Mm-hmm. And it was at the next stop, which is Jollymont, which is next to the MCG. Yeah. Which is the our big Melbourne sports cricket set. ground. Melbourne cricket ground. Also known as the G. The G. Finally, her friend gets on. But it was only after they get out of the loop does this friend get on. And I was... That is just poor, terrible, horrible etiquette. And again, it was an old lady. 
And I'm, I don't even know, I'm speechless because this is just frustrates me so much. Just be polite, be kind, move out of the way of people. Public transport, you didn't buy the seat. It's not like, you know, England where you can buy a seat and keep, and, and, and you know, take the train and no one can take your seat. Public transport. Get the fuck out of the seat. Get your bag off the goddamn seat. Oh. Do you know what the problem is, Turch? You catch public transport. Oh. That is the problem. I'm not driving in the city and paying $12 for parking. Not during peak hour. Fuck that. Well, well, 12, that's pretty cheap, $12. Oh, it's not. It, I've well, seen places that are twenty twenty five. Yeah, but I can also catch the train for 7 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but then you don't get a seat. You know what? You're There's too, a petrol cost on top of the $12. You're too privileged oh. that you think that you deserve a seat. You're young, you're fit. Yeah, healthy. You know what? Let other people have you the know seat. What? Do I you let other people have I the I seat? Do you let other people yeah, have I the do. seat? But you know what? When I broke my leg, didn't get a seat. I was on fucking crutches <laughs> and I didn't get a seat. Multiple occasions. So I have no sympathy anymore. Get the fuck out of my seat. It's my seat now. I own it. Unless I'm not there, then you can have it. Because then it doesn't matter. Well, that's right. I, I, I just drive, you know. Wow. I, I, you know. Wait till you're a busy, important businessman <laughs> <laughs> and have to get into the city every day and then we'll, then we'll I'll talk. Be, I'll be taking my helicopter. <laughs> oh, mate. Every time. I'll tell you what. That's my ultimate escape. Give you I refuse to work and travel in peak hour. It's ridiculous. <laughs> it slows you down. Oh. You've got to wait for things. Anything before 11 a.m. But you Count know what? me out. No, Count only, me out. The only good thing about peak hour is that you can listen to... The We Only Do One Take podcast now on iTunes, available for everybody to listen to. Is that not incredible or what? Pew, 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 pew. So all you have to do is go to your iTunes, go to iTunes, go to iTunes. In, we Only Do One Take podcast. Don't even need to put the podcast part. You no, just do We Only, we only do, do One, do one take. take. And you know what comes up? The latest episodes, fresh off the press, fresh, fresh, super fresh of our podcast straight into your ears. That is Truly amazing. That is truly amazing. And it's all brought to you by Glenfiddich 15 year old distillery edition single malt scotch whiskey, which Turch and I are currently drinking right now. Spectacular. That is Glenfiddich's 15 year old distillery edition single malt scotch whiskey, one litre. You can get it from catch.com.au for $108.99. That's not bad, actually. (laughs) Plus $750 shipping. $750 $750 shipping. <laughs> oh, $7.50. $7.50. Fucking hell, I actually thought I was... Anyway. Oh, 9,558 reviews. Yeah, it's a good scotch. The Glen Fennec stuff, I love it. Uh, let's find out. Who, who gave it one? Let's, oh. let's find a one I bet you there's none. Nah, I can't find any. Anyway, I've got a I've got an article that I want to read. I've got a got an article. Um Turch. Yes. How good are you at Scrabble? I am actually a lot better at Scrabble than most people would think. <laughs> my my mum and dad are avid Scrabble players and uh I don't get involved because I'm one, I'm very I'm highly competitive and two my mum is highly competitive and an English teacher. The problem is she plays to make cool words and I play for points. And she doesn't like the way I play because, one, I screw her up, and mm. two, I play to win. And last time I played her, I beat her by 250-plus points. So, 
Remind me never to play you in Scrabble. <laughs> I just go for hilarious words yeah, that I could well. make. You know. Anyway, uh, winner of French Scrabble Championship does not speak French. That's that's pretty impressive. <laughs> Nigel Richards of New Zealand entered the French language Scrabble tournament in Belgium in July and took first place, but he doesn't speak a word of French. That's crazy. Is this the guy, and I might be wrong, I think I read this for ages, ago, a few, oh, it was a while ago now, but something like that, that he just memorised, like, the entire dictionary or something stupid like that, or did I just spoil the... <laughs> I was about to say he memorised the entire no dictionary. <laughs> oh, Anthony, on the money. Jeez, this scotch must be doing me wonders. That's amazing. But that's, you know what, that's pretty impressive, because, like, you talk about people with really great memories, and they can, like, you know, remember, like, a deck of cards in order and stuff like that from seeing mm-hmm. them once and stuff like that. That's that's quite an accomplishment. But you know what? To remember an entirely different language, a whole entirely different, you know, set of words. And I guess some of them would be pretty similar to English, you know, mm. like croissants and stuff like that. But to to remember a whole dictionary enough croissants to play, are delicious. They are. To have a whole dictionary worth of words in your head that you don't know the meaning of, they have no context, but you're enough to play Scrabble and to win in a competition with native speakers of the language, that, for me, is far more memorization, far more skill in the memory. Uh, it must be a brilliant mind. That's all I'm saying. That, that's, that's incredible. Look, it's, uh, it, it is amazing. It is amazing. Um, he said that, he actually said that it wasn't that difficult because he said all you had to do was remember the letter combinations. So certain combinations yeah. and then a few other things. And then you could make words. I was going to say, it's a bit, I guess all those romantic languages like, um, like Italian and Spanish and, and obviously French, um, they're really phonetic. Like I know my parents, when they talk about spelling in Italian, they're like, apart from like a few little things here and there, mm. you know, like the CH sounds actually a K sound and the CC sound, like, you know, CC together is like, is that CH sound in English? Um, a lot of it is really phonetic, but again, that's if you actually learn what the words are and what the words mean rather than just remembering the letter combinations and, and stuff like that. The We Only Do One Take podcast, teaching you English and French. We we try our best. <laughs> Jesus Christ. How did that happen? <laughs> Went from me yelling at people on a, a train. A, a show that's <laughs> educational. I was going to say, it's me yelling at people on a train like a fucking idiot. And he's like, yeah, so now we're going to learn French and English and Spanish. And we're going to play Scrabble. Uh, lovely. Oh, dear. Oh. That's pretty impressive. But you know what? I got an article here, and I think that I think that we've all we've all done this at one point. But you know what time it is more than anything? It's Trump Watch. Ah, <laughs> I love Trump Watch. Okay. We we need some sound effects here for Trump uh, Watch. We'll we we need some you know like. Pew, 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 pew. Oh. I love it when you do that because I just <laughs> now I can just just cut and paste it and now I have a whole thing. But okay, so recent, uh, so not too long ago, one of um 
a man named Michael Wolf. And he's an American author, an essayist, a journalist, and a regular co- columnist for USA Today, US mm. Reporter, a whole bunch of stuff. Yep. He wrote a book about... Fire and Fury. Yeah, Fire and Fury Fire and came Fury. out. Yep. Now, one of the things, something came out, and someone posted this, posted this on Facebook, and apparently it was, and it's apparently an extract from Wolf's book. Yeah. So let me just read it for you, the extract from the book that was posted online. Okay. On his first night in the White House, President Trump complained that the television in his bedroom was broken because it didn't have the Gorilla Channel. <laughs> Trump seemed to be under the impression that the te- uh, t- uh, the television channel existed <laughs> that screened <laughs> that screened nothing but gorilla-based content twenty-four hours a day. To appease to appease Trump, <laughs> White House staff compiled a number of gorilla documentaries. <laughs> Into a makeshift gorilla channel, <laughs> broadcasting into Trump's room from a hastily constructed transmission tower on the southern lawn. However, Trump was unhappy with the channel because they created, created moaning that it was boring because the gorillas aren't fighting. The staff edited out all the parts of the documentaries where gorillas weren't hitting each other, and al- and at last the president was satisfied. On some days. He'll watch the Gorilla Channel for 17 hours straight, an insider told me. He kneels in front of the TV with his face about four inches from the screen and says encouraging things to the gorillas, like, the way you hit that other gorilla was good. I think he thinks the gorillas can hear him. So apparently this was an extract from Peter Wol- uh, Michael Wolf's book. But. 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 Uh, uh, first of all, <laughs> I I hope this is real. I really, I really hope this is so real. So the big thing is because just taxpayers funds. <laughs> someone is being paid. If if this is real, someone is being paid to do that. And so you know, tell me if you weren't the president, where's your gorilla channel? Oh, mate, I, <laughs> I'm, I'm <laughs> so news articles, a news a news sites like. N- uh, MSNBC, Vox, CNN, Fox, and just about every other big news station in the US. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All picked it up this story <laughs> and stated as if this was fact, saying, look how stupid our president is. He watches the Gorilla Channel made for him by his staff. <laughs> and people were getting... Sending messages to people like Netflix asking, Where is the Gorilla Channel? <laughs> I just Googled something. <laughs> a tweet from Netflix. Please stop calling our customer service hotline to ask if we have the Gorilla Channel. <laughs> the only issue with all of this is that this extract is fake. <laughs> you are fake news. <laughs> this person. Pixelated boat <laughs> at Twitter. Pixelated boat fooled everybody. Do with journalists with <laughs> do with journalists eighty six thousand seven hundred and twenty hearts 
and twenty six thousand two hundred thirty six reshares as the time of this of this uh, article, and over four thousand comments for something that is completely fake. This is the best Trump news I've ever heard, and it's only the start of two thousand and eighteen. <laughs> Oh dear! Well, he must be right then. It's fake news. Oh, it is fake news. Did Fox News cover it? It did. Because Fox News is a Trump supporter. Initially, it did showing, and then they said, "Oh, look how funny it is! These guys screwed up." Isn't that the best thing ever? I I can't believe the news. They actually fell for it. Yes, every single site. I found this. Uh, I found this article. I was actually following this because I saw it. I'm like, this is going to be a joke. There's no fucking way. Like you know, I know I know President Trump's a bit of an idiot occasionally, but God, like a Gorilla Channel, seventeen hours, like come on, dear, that is that is too funny. Oh, um, though that would be honestly, if you were paid to to put Gorilla, <laughs> <laughs> you want me to read that bit again? <laughs> just all right, I I do a tweet right, and I just make I make something up about Michael Wolves thing or whatever on Facebook and then all of a sudden like 24,000 people have tweeted this since now and the news, the news is contacting I you can be, I publish it yeah. I would be I would be like where's my money but you think to yourself like these these people like you know, especially CS, uh, CNN and MSNBC and you know and Vox News they would have gone okay well obviously this book's about Trump let's look at look at it and they're going to buy a hard copy or a digital copy and the only thing I would do is get that digital copy go control F search for Gorilla and see if it's true. Mm. Like that, it's literally that easy to fact to fact check this. And none of them did it. Ah, uh, they they want to sell. They want to sell oh. newspapers. They want to sell newspapers. Oh. It's hard. It's hard for them these days because of the internet. They can't sell newspapers. Yeah, come on, let's everyone be Gorka, right? Let's let's, and then we'll get sued by Hulk Hogan for raising his sex tape. Jeez, that was a good. That was a good day. Look, you know how you've got Trump Watch. Yeah. We need some other theme music. Yeah. Because I think this is the first time I'm introducing this yep. to the podcast. Yeah. It's time for Florida Man. Florida Man! Woo! Interior crocodile alligator. I drive a Chevrolet movie theater. <laughs> Which I believe the premise, correct me if I'm wrong, is every time someone stupid in Florida does something, it's Florida Man. Yeah, pretty much. So I think I used this as one of my um, trivias last time I did a trip a couple of weeks ago, a couple of months ago, I did a trivia. And basically, um, there's, I think there's a Twitter thing going on or something like that. And then yeah. basically they post anything that uh, Florida man does. And the joke is it's all one man doing it, but it's actually just any man in Florida. And they just anytime they report on it, they just call him Florida, Florida man. man. Yeah. So what's uh, he done this week? All right. Florida man. Florida. <laughs> you like to drink, don't you, Turch? Uh, we're like having a lovely... Uh, uh, non-sponsored, sponsored... <laughs> Glenn Fettig, 15-year-old, that's $109 from that website and also $750 shipping. So, yes, I do like to drink. <laughs> Florida man allegedly called local authorities on New Year's <coughs> Eve to alert them that someone was driving under the influence himself. <laughs> what a legend! What a legend! Oh, keep going, buddy, keep going. Michael Lester of Winterhaven, Florida, called the Pork County... Oh, sorry, the Polk. The po- Polk? 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 Polk County Sheriff's Office dispatcher who directed officers to his location on Sunday evening. I'm too drunk. 
I don't know where I'm at, Lester said <laughs> to the dispatcher <laughs> in an audio recording that the department posted to their Facebook. Oh, we've got to get that audio recording. Oh, that's good, yeah. yeah. And during the call, the dispatcher can be heard trying to direct the man to the side of the road, but he keeps telling her that he is near a police department and nothing (laughs) is happening. He informs the dispatcher that he is driving a red F-150. That's a Ferrari, right? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, Yeah. truck. When he told the officers... Oh, that's a Ford truck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. sorry. uh, He told the officers... I know lots about cars. (laughs) (laughs) I think I'm going to get something to eat. They can just catch up with me later. <laughs> when you're on the piss, you want a kebab. I'll tell you what. Yeah, it's either that always done a nugget, nugget run. Oh, yeah. yeah. McDonald's have these chicken nuggets. Yeah. And you, Traj actually told me about this. Yeah. So I can't take the credit. Yeah. And you get 24 nuggets. Yeah. And you get honey mustard sauce. No. No, no, Sweet no. Sour. Not Sweet sour. No, 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 no. Sweet What's sour. the sauce the Big Mac comes in? Uh, the Big Mac sauce. Yeah, so you get the Big Mac sauce. Yeah. Pour it all over the chicken nuggets. Yeah. Oh, God. You know what I did? And I was very horrible. I did actually try the uh, Big Mac BLT. Really? Not as good as I was hoping. Yeah, I mean, it's McDonald's. I love my bacon, though. Mm. So, the bacon was good, but mm. it's the wrong You know what you can do with the bacon? You get a bit of brown sugar. Caramelize it. Caramelize it in the oven. Yeah. Pour it over the bacon. Put the bacon into the oven. Mm. Let it crisp up. Well, then pull it out of the oven. Yeah. Let it just... Let it... um, Let it uh, cool down. And then you break the bacon. Right? Into small little pieces. You grab some vanilla ice cream. And then you pour those bacon bits over the, over the ice cream. Oh. See? This is what you're missing out on, Jews. <laughs> this is what you're missing out on. Right here. Your foreskins and your bacon. That's the two things that you're missing out on. Fantastic things. The We Only Do One Take podcast, cooking edition. <laughs> right after uh, Gourmet, uh, gourmet Goring. <laughs> I was at a party last year. There's video footage and it's so embarrassing. Don't eat, don't know anyone at this party. Yep. And Ryan and I are going around. Oh, we've got a cooking show. It's called Gorming Arang <laughs> to everyone at the party. And I'm going, dear God, the next day they must have woken up and gone, who are those assholes talking about Gorming Arang? Like, <laughs> yeah, it's like the two guys that walk into a sex shop and ask for dildos to their podcast. Am I right? <laughs> oh, dear. Oh. Well, speaking of people calling the police happen to have an article about someone doing just that. Have you ever been to a restaurant and you just really weren't happy with the size of the food? Yes, I've actually got a quick story here. <coughs> Have you ever been to Montsalvat? I was actually invited to a wedding there that I can't attend because I'm on a cruise, so... Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, anyway. Yeah, okay, fair enough. Um, well, don't go to the wedding. At Montsevat, because... Oh, wait, no, I think Jess's sister was married there. Yes, it was a lovely... <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a lovely venue. Yeah, it's a lovely venue. No, no. Don't go. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I love going there for coffee. I, I got taken there for a lunch, right, and I ordered the Noki. Ah, see, rookie error. The Noki was de- delicious. No, nah, no, nah, I was going to tell you now. The serving size... Too small. ...was like not even an entree. Yeah. I'll tell you a trick. And it costs like 26 bucks. Never or 
I'm going to tell you a trick from Italians. My nonno has been worked in the restaurant industry. He worked at Pizza Napoli, which is one of the biggest places in Melbourne for pizza back in the day, back in, before he retired. And he goes, never order the pasta from anywhere because it's a rip-off. If you're going to go to a restaurant, never order pasta. That's like his big rule. Never order pasta. And, and the other big rule is, if you're far away from the ocean, don't buy the seafood. <laughs> yes, don't buy the seafood. And don't go, oh, what do you feel like for dinner? I think, I'll, uh, I, I don't know. Do you want Chinese? No, I don't want Chinese. Let's go to the RSL. What do you order at the, at the RSL? Chinese. Yeah, yeah, don't do that. Go to a Chinese restaurant. That's right, that's right. Well, anyway, going back to my article. A man has been arrested after repeatedly calling police about restaurant small clams. Restaurants small, small clams. clams. Okay. And funnily enough, going on this, this is, the, this is the best coincidence ever. A man in Florida has found himself in trouble with the law after trying to report to a restaurant to police for having small clams. <coughs> Nelson Augusto <laughs> ordered a seafood meal at the Krabby, a Krabby Seafood Shack on the coastal town but was disappointed upon seeing the size of the clams. According to the incident report, an employee warned Augusto about the size of the clams before the order, but he insisted on having the clams. After the 51-year-old received his food, he complained to the restaurant about the size of the clams in the meal. He felt that the clams were too small and called 911 to report them. In the no! Ni- in 911... No! Not- <laughs> in the 911 call released by the police... Augusto tells the dispatcher, I ordered something and it was extremely so small. <laughs> uh, police arrested Augusto for summons on a misdemeanor charge of misusing 911. And, and they said it was, it was an arrest, but the officer did not take the guy to jail. I mean, that's like, you know, you remember that episode of the, of the Simpsons and Homer goes into the all-you-can-eat restaurant, the all-you-can-eat seafood restaurant, eats pretty much everything and they kick him out and then he sues them. Tis no man. Is a remorseless eating machine. Arr. I feel like there's going to be a second part to this this Florida man story. He's going to be like, but the like, the clams were too small. I'm going to sue them. They kicked me out of my restaurant. The police did nothing. They were abusive to me. I feel like this is just an ongoing chain of events that I would like to be. We don't know the full story. Oh, we don't know the full we story. We don't know the full story. I don't know. How, I w- and you know was what? it all the clams he could eat? Uh, well, uh, no, it was just small clams. Because, uh, I mean, uh, I mean, I understand small clams, but <laughs> you go to a restaurant, you expect, you know. But he was warned about the clams and their size. Well, then give me more clams. Oh, that's it. Because uh, uh, they buy clams on weight. That's true. You know? Not, You're not, right. Not on the... Not on the... The quantity. The quantity, it's on the weight. So you give him more clams. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there's a case. Or maybe they're small because it's the off-season. Yeah, it could be. And then they're more expensive. So they can't give him more. It's all about a balancing act. I'm all about the freedom for restaurants to choose <laughs> what type of clams and the price that they sell them at. And I think that calling the cops on them may have been a bit extreme. And now he's got a misdemeanor on his uh, his thing. So when he goes into job interviews and says, "Do you have any uh, any criminal history?" He's like, "Yes, I have a misdemeanor because I called the police <laughs> because my clams are too small at a restaurant." Hi, that man. 
That's a man that looks like he can get stuff done. <laughs> oh, so give us give us something juicy, delicious, and possibly very racist, Kieran. <laughs> <laughs> what a segue. <laughs> I've been planning it for weeks. <laughs> uh, okay. All right. Uh, Sorry. Getting getting prepared here, people. Yeah. If you see all this shuffling of papers, because Kieran's actually prepared for the first time ever with paper, and that's like, I'm impressed. That you should Thank see you. we're actually really organised now. We're actually getting quite good at this. Oh, did I let you know quickly? Just let you know before we uh, talk about this. Mm-hmm. Uh, We've got over 100 listens on SoundCloud at the moment. Do we have over 100? Oh, I, ha- I think last check, last check I did was about 109 to about 112 or something like that. So over 100, I'm very proud of you. <laughs> Thank you. Oh. Thank you very much. Well, to our 112 listeners. At least. At least. Well, it could be just three. <laughs> just really listening over and over. But to those three... <laughs> Nah, thank you everyone that's listened so far. We, you know, we want to get this off the ground. We want to get this. I going. think it's top heavy towards the first few first episode. It probably is. Yeah. It always is. Yeah, yeah. Actually, no. I think the uh, Christmas episode actually got quite a few listens. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's but, good. But the episode with Blaine. Yep. Not as many. Okay. So the lizard people one people yep. should step up. Yep. That's a good episode. I feel like the listeners go up when I talk about my digestive issues. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Which di- a di- too many small clams. A digest, <laughs> a digestive issue update. All good this week. Uh, I, that's really good to hear. As long as I stay away from the cheese, we're fine. Um, I I've been going to the cricket. You haven't even invited me yet, so I'm very disappointed. But continue. You don't like cricket. I'll still go with you. Okay. It's like you came to the soccer with me. Yeah, that's right. It was just oh, about drinking. A bunch of <laughs> a bunch of a bunch of uni mates. We we've yeah, got, yeah. We've got a, a season pass. Oh, lovely. S- season pass to the cricket, right? And this is the 2020. This is the 2020. 2020. So, so in this Australia, is, you've got to explain it for our international guests. Well, I I want to point out right. Soccer is fast paced to a degree. Yeah, depending but on the teams, but yeah, yeah, it's generally you know. Yeah, it's alright. It's good. Right. I like it. Basketball's fast paced. Yeah, yeah. Cricket is slow. Yeah. Right? Goes on for days. And so they brought in the T20 to make it interesting. Yeah. Okay. So to make it fast paced, it can still be very slow yeah. and boring. Right? Mm. But sometimes it's very fast and interesting. Mm. And the other week it got a bit fast and interesting. A player called Cameron White yep. was batting. And he hit a ball and it got four points. Right? It got a boundary. Yeah. So he gets four four runs four runs for the team, okay? And yeah, and keys and stuff. This player, this sorry, the spectator stood up, and he did the he verbally said white power while doing the hand action from his heart from his chest, and and saluted. No, I happened to see this footage, right? right, Yeah, and I did see him. And uh, again, the guy's name was Cameron White, and. it was a good ball. Mm. Like, you know, I'm not a quick guy, but I could tell it was a good hit because yeah. everyone was giving him a round of applause. And I did see the guy in bright orange and I felt like he was... Uh, red. Bright red. Bright red? Bright I red. had an orange face because I was like, he looked like an oompa <laughs> <laughs> And he did give what I would call definitely a Nazi kind of salute, which the which is... Which, which well, y- y- yes, yes. Right. He did seem to say more miming anyway. White power. Yes, we can't v- orderly here. He no. said white power, yeah. 
but that's that's what he that's basically when you rip lead that's that that's what he said. Anyway, he got, he's got in a bit of trouble, a bit of strife about this. Yeah. Right? Because some, some people are, uh, are not happy. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, the video cameras, uh, sorry, the TV cameras were on him right at that moment it's when pretty, he did you it. Know, I'm you know, he, if the video cameras weren't on him, no one would have known. I was going to say, it's pretty amazing that out of everyone in the crowd, they found the one guy next to his two mates that happened to the white, like the Nazi salute. Well, it's I, pretty amazing. I actually would have been on TV. Really? Because I sit two rows behind him. No way. I sit two rows <laughs> behind him, and I was had to, I was at a wedding. Yeah. Right. That that night in forty degrees as well. Ugh. I was at a wedding, so I would have been on t- <laughs> if I was <laughs> not at the wedding. Next to the wa- guy doing the. I would have been. Oh. I would have been the guy. I would have been on that footage. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would have been amazing. <laughs> Man, that's something we could put on the podcast. And my friend, <laughs> and my friend who was there, her knee is in the footage. Oh wow! And I think it's appropriate that her knee needs to send out a statement. Absolutely, she condones it. Her yeah. knee does not support it. Yeah, her knee's very disappointed. Anyway, so I sit behind him, and there's actually about ten of them. Yeah, that sit that sit there, yeah, right? Yeah. Just sit there, and look, you know, you you could argue that like what he did was was disrespectful. Yeah. Some could argue free speech. You know he should be allowed to do that. Yeah, yeah. Some some are going to say no, nah, it's disrespectful, right? Uh, the police were got called into this incident. Got official warning. He apologised. He man he manned up and apologised. Yeah, look, right? I I should do, I should I think I read like you said you might do something about this. So I thought I had a bit of a read about because I didn't actually see it initially. I sort of saw something in the background. I thought I'd have a bit of a read about it because I'm like you know that's that's pretty ballsy to do like you know out of nowhere because. Like, I obviously didn't know... I'm not a big cricket person, so I don't really know the players' names, and I don't really know, you know... And I didn't understand... I just thought, like, you know... I just saw the headline that said, uh, like, Manning crowd does Nazi salute or something. Actually, they said white supremacist salute, which is pretty interesting, because, like, it's not. It's, like, a Nazi salute. And uh, where they're white supremacists, I can sort of see where that's going, but I would probably stick to, you know, don't misname it is a Nazi salute to Hitler. I mean, you know, but then reading on, like you said, like the guy who hit the, f- the hit the four run or the four, is named Cameron White, mm. and I can understand where this guy is coming from, saying, "Oh, white power," probably the wrong gesture to do it, but I can understand because, you know, from a a cricketing thing, like you know, he's the, you know, if they said if the guy's last name was Black, I'm sure he would have said Black Power. Potentially, he yeah. potentially could have said that. But I, I'm, I'm the thing I'm disappointed about. He did a statement and he said he wants to stamp out this kind of behaviour. Yeah. And I thought, number one, you hypocrite, and number two, no, because I really enjoy sitting behind you at the <laughs> cricket because the shit you yell at the players is fucking hilarious. Oh. <laughs> but the sledging. He's is... got he's got people. I mean, these are like, in their opposition. These are Australian cricketers, right? Yep. And there's always one that always comes near the boundary, right, or whatever. And they, they I mean, the ba- the banter's it's nothing too serious. Yeah, yeah. but it's like. A but b- the banter's important in sport. Like I know, like. And they can hear, they can hear, oh, hear of him. They and they're can. like, "Give us a wave, Scotty, yeah. or whatever." And then they're like, "Yeah, whatever." They're like, "Hey!" And then, like, if they field, you know, field or they they drop the ball or whatever, everyone laughs and she, yeah, I, get, I guess it's like, uh, I mean, you know, I haven't been to too many footy games, but uh, like even at the footy, you can hear the fans get a bit angry at the players. And in soccer, I mean, you know, you talk about the two, two cheer squads, 
I mean, you, you've come to a soccer game with me. You haven't been to a, a derby down in Melbourne, but I should take you because the, the cheer squads are at each other's throats. I mean, they're talking like, you know, they'll chant one way and then chant the other. And you can. It's and, a bit of the culture and back and forth. Yeah, and it. And, you know, and that sort of brings the atmosphere to the game. And, it, yeah, look, sometimes it can be a bit vulgar, a bit rude, a bit raunchy. But that's what, I guess, you know, that's what, I guess, I know it sounds pretty horrible and some people are going to disagree with it. But, you know, you go to the sport mostly with your bunch of mates. And your mates are bu- probably cunts, just like our mates. <laughs> and we're going to say some pretty shit shit. And we're going to play, you know, and... You know, yeah, look, there's no excuse for it. I think that, you know, there are, obviously there are some limits because people are going to get offended no matter what you say. But I, d- I don't think in this case, and I think this is really important, I don't think he meant it to be malicious. And I don't think that in this case that anyone's going to look at him at a cricket match and go, you know what we really need to do? Gas juice. Like, no one's going to do that by no, seeing him. No, of course him. not. And going on that, like, I actually read about this. And I'm like, it actually brings me to a new uh, an article that I read ages ago and some things actually come out of it now. Have you ever heard of a man named Count Dankula? Count? Dankula. Dankula. Yes. No, I've never heard of a man called oh, Count Oh, he's Dankula. got a YouTube channel. That's not his real name, but his YouTube name is Count Dankula. And about a year and a half ago, mm. he created a video... Put it up on YouTube. Mm. And it's only like three minutes long, three, four minutes long or something. But basically, his partner bought a, a, a dog, a pug. He's a Scottish bloke. Mm. His partner bought a pug. Yeah. And he actually didn't like the pug at all. So he thought, what's the most horrible thing that he could do? Mm. And the thing he taught the dog to do, as he describes in the video, to get at his girlfriend, was to teach the dog to raise its paw every time he said, Hail Hitler. Mm-hmm. And every time that he says gas the Jews, that was like him giving him a treat. So you know when dogs like you say treat, they get really excited or like say like, yeah, yeah yeah yeah. So if he said gas, do you want to gas the Jews? This dog would just light up. Yeah, you know. And also again, he would say how Hitler, and the dogs would do like a, try to do like a paw shake, but it just looked like he was doing a bit of a salute. Yeah yeah yeah. Anyway, so the Scottish government found oh found out about this and he's actually been tried in court for uh hate crimes mm-hmm. against jews mm-hmm. <laughs> or against you know and this was in his own house right in his house yeah yeah okay. it, and it's the video he uploaded it to youtube it's a couple of minutes it's actually really funny like the pug doesn't know what's going on and um i've heard i've heard an interview with him later on he goes the hard bit is untraining the dog yeah and it's operant that. conditioning yeah that's right you know uh, and he goes, his girlfriend found it really pretty, anno- got annoyed, but found it funny. So there was no harm done. But apparently that's incited, according to the government at least, incited people to join the Nazis or the neo-Nazis because he trained this dog to do the Nazi salute mm. and, and, you know, get up when he says, gas the Jews. And he's actually been tried in court recently. And well, and, and, w- and what happened? Well, a pa- for a while, it was thought that he would spend up to 10 years in jail for teaching a dog how to do this, which is ridiculous, hmm. you know. Um, right, as, as of now, I think, like, no charges have been get up against him, but I think there's a continuous court trial, but I could be wrong. I haven't had proper, I haven't looked at it 
in the last couple of days because it's all going to stuff now. But I feel like it's the same sort of thing. Like this guy and the guy in the um in the crowd both didn't mean harm. Like it, mo- all of it was either a joke or support. Like in this guy's case, he was supporting that player. Yeah. Possibly the wrong hand signal. If he just said white power without the hand signal, would have would it have been as bad? Uh, I'm probably, I don't know. And that and that's the question. Like, where where does the line? Is it because of the hand gesture? Is it because he said white power? Is it, or is it because of the combination? Or you know, so for me again, it's got to come down to intent. And and Sorry, that's what in, in, in yeah intent. intent yeah yeah. And he didn't intend. He meant this as a nice thing towards the player. Just and just you know yeah okay look the guy that taught the dog how to do the Nazi salute to annoy his girlfriend. Possibly a little bit malicious, but it wasn't malicious in the sense that we should go recruit more Nazis. Mm. It was, I'm going to really annoy my girlfriend, which for me is the hot. I, I try to annoy Jess. <laughs> no! As much as I fucking can. <laughs> like, that for me is like a goal in life. Like, you know, if you have a partner, every guy does this, you know? Annoy the shit out of your girlfriend as much as you possibly can. And that, for me, would be the pinnacle. That is the pinnacle of annoying your girlfriend. Yeah, right. Right? So Obviously, malicious to her. But she took it on good, you know, on, you know, on, you know she took it, took it in stride. Hmm. But to go this far and, like, people getting upset about things because it's such a, such a small, bullshitty kind of thing. Like, fuck off. Like, mm, who cares? Mm. Like, you know, if it wasn't caught on camera, no one would have cared. If, it, if you know, if he didn't say, if he didn't do the hand gesture, probably no one would have cared. And, and at the end of the day, you know, he's not inciting violence. He's not saying to go kill Jews. He's not saying to go do anything. He's just there supporting his, a guy at the cricket. And, it's, you know, and like, you can say all these, like, you know, is it hate speeches that happen? Like, it's, it's all about context. It's context and intent. It is all about context. And I've got a question for you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. At your work, mm. right, mm. you're going on a bit of a tangent here. That's all right. At your work, do you have a shortage of teaspoons, forks, or spoons? Nah, see, this is the trick. Bring your own. Right, but... I have a desk, so I keep shit on my but desk. But you, you bring your own, but is there a shortage? Uh, I don't know, because I have my own. <laughs> <laughs> this is like saying, hey, do you run out of sticky tape? No, I I, I, I buy my own. <laughs> no. <laughs> do you ever, ever well, run you out know, of... You're no help to me. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Kieran, I'm running out of teaspoons at work. <laughs> and forks. Where I go, there's always no forks. Yeah. There's a shit ton of spoons, an average amount of knives, teaspoons, I don't know. And there's always, like, no forks. Yeah. Right? I went to eat my lunch today. No forks. Yeah. Right. I found an article. Yeah. Some researchers did an experiment. And it's called The Case of the Disappearing Teaspoons, a Longitudinal Cohort Study of the Displacement of Teaspoons in Australian Research Institutes. Why are you know, you're talking about the government getting some little, like, you know, wasting cash. What the fuck are we funding at these <laughs> universities? Jesus Christ. 70 discreetly they want, numbered teaspoons. They want people to pay for their degrees and they're doing <laughs> they're doing this. You once told me that professors have to get their names on 10, <laughs> ten, articles, 10 a year. articles a year. This is one of those articles. 
Yes. 70 discreetly numbered teaspoons placed in tea rooms around the Institute and observed weekly over five months. Did they attach GoPros on them so they could... (laughs) (laughs) Results. Now, listen to this. 80% of the 70 teaspoons, so 56 of the 70 teaspoons, disappeared during the study. In five months, they were gone. Yeah. That's sad. For Where do they go? It's, Where do they go? You know what? Do you ever find that... It's like socks. You yeah, put socks in the washing machine, and then you never have you never have the matching socks. Uh, I think socks just sort of disappear. Like, I just think that they purposely... You know that Seinfeld skit that's like, I'm hiding in the washing machine, and then they try to, they try to sneak out. Hmm. <laughs> you know. Uh. Look, the point of the thing is, if you have 140 people yep. at your organisation... Which I do. Yeah. At least. Right. Well, so. each year, two, based on this study, each year, 250 teaspoons will need to be purchased to counteract the, the displacement of teaspoons. That's insane. No, I, I don't, It's I don't, right there. I think that all these professors and uni students have gone, ooh, free <laughs> teaspoon. <laughs> I'm going to take this bad boy home because I don't have any in my apartment that I'm renting with eight other blokes because I'm poor as shit because I'm only working three days a week. I think that might be subtly more Do you more reckon the they're case. selling them on eBay? They're probably selling they're them. They're probably <laughs> keeping them from themselves and then their mates nick them and bring them to their work. I'm sure, I know, I reckon if I if they, at, at a university, put like a Latrobe one in there, for instance, I reckon it would make its way around to Deacon. We, we need to make our own cutlery sets. We only do one take. You know, podcast, the, wait, wait, you know those memorial spoons you can get? I want. <laughs> we only do one take podcast memorial spoons, and we'll give them out to guests. <laughs> Put it on the list. We need a list. Patreon to start the spoons. In fact, if you donate twenty-five dollars to our Patreon a month, you will get a limited edition. We only do one take podcast commemorative, signed by Kieran, signed by me, spoon. Ooh. Ah, uh, fifty dollars. <laughs> oh, fifty dollars. Fifty dollars. Get two. Yeah. 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 And a personalized message from one of us. <laughs> Recording. It'll, it'll be from you, too. It will not be from me. Hey, oh, thank you. <laughs> I'm not that organized. <laughs> we should do. Speaking of people getting outraged, <laughs> I could have ranted for years. Well, I should give me scotch. Thank you to our non sponsor sponsor. <laughs> 15-year-old scotch. It's really good. It's really good. I could probably have some more, but I do have to drive home. Um, so I'm, uh, Don't rec- do what Florida man did. Yeah, well. <laughs> hey, buddies. <laughs> uh, you, know, you know they can triangulate where you are. Yeah, I know. My dad, who works in telecommunications, tells me all the time. <laughs> all the time? How often yeah. does he tell you? Once a week? Twice a week? You have three no, times? You know what? My dad's the kind of guy that we're driving down the road. And he'll be like, see that antenna on that roof and be somewhere we haven't been before. I put that antenna on the roof. That's my that's my dad. Do you know, I've, <laughs> I've spoken to him a few times. I have no idea what he does. I know your mum's a teacher. Yep. 
No idea what your dad he, does. He's in. Uh, does he listen to the podcast? No. I just told him today that we're on iTunes, uh, which if you just search up for We Only Do One Take on iTunes, you can listen to it for mm. free. Mm. Um, and he was like, that's really impressive. How'd you do that? Like, that's like, oh, I don't know, dad. Don't even ask questions. <laughs> but seriously, yeah, he works in. Um, Maybe we should get him on as a guest. Oh, I would love to. Would you like to? I he, would he love would, to. Have he one. would have to get shit faced drunk. Yeah. Well, you can drive him. Yeah, I know. Can I make him rant about religion? Oh, absolutely. <laughs> oh, Three hours special, here Jesus we come. Christ, yeah. The Torture Alley special. The worst <laughs> the worst episode we've ever had. I think this has been the first one where we've not talked about, apart from me passing out. Yeah. Uh, what, sorry, uh, having an emergency. Yep. Yep. Um, emergency nap. <laughs> <laughs> when Judy calls, oh. Judy calls. Um... Uh, what was that? This is, I think, the first time we haven't talked about religion. That's pretty good. Pretty good. Well, look, let's just talk about something else that people get outraged about. Okay. And um, you know when people get outraged about, like, you know, look, I'll rant about public transport. I'll rant about this and that. I'll talk about a whole bunch of bullshit that's probably insignificant. What about skid marks on the toilet? Yeah, uh, look, just wash it down, people. It's fine. Like, mm. Piss it off. It gives you something to aim, I guess. <laughs> to aim at. But but you know what? Sometimes, like you know, I think to myself, yeah, okay, look, I've got a podcast that over a hundred, you know, hundred, hundred, hundred listens. I'm doing great in the world. Yeah, yeah, you know. I'm th- yeah. You know, that's pretty good. Like, someone's listening to my problems. But I never go and think to myself, I saw something and I'm going to take it to the news. Like, you know, I saw a lady put a handbag on a train, take it for a couple of stops. But this deserves to be on the news. But this lady, again, it's always like middle-aged Slightly, you know, that age group of women. Mm. And this woman was complaining that a fashion retailer, Misguided, that's the brand, uh, put a sexist washing machine instruction inside her daughter's hat. A sexist washing machine. Instruction. Instruction guide. Yeah. Did they buy a washing machine? No, no. So so her daughter bought this beanie. Okay. And uh, it's just a beanie. Okay. I probably cost way too much. Yeah. I mean, a bean should cost a couple of bucks, not twenty, thirty, forty dollars. Yeah. Like going on. Maybe I should. Maybe we should get our own beanies. The we only do one take first. podcast <laughs> beanies. And in fact, if you s- send us uh, twenty dollars, you will get your own. We only do one take podcast beanie. <laughs> Don't make promises you can't keep, Kieran. I'm writing it down. Oh, here we go. But anyway, <laughs> so this woman, so. The child bought this beanie, mm-hmm. gave it to the mum and said, Hey, mum, can you wash this beanie for me? And she read the... It's like, oh, mum, there's actually some instructions in the beanie to wash it. Can you do it? And I, I, How I, old was the girl? Like, the girl was 13 and the mum was 51 from memory. Something like that. Okay, because I was going to say, if she's like, you know, 21, yeah, do yeah. your own goddamn washing. Yeah. So, so I've actually got a picture of the uh, of the tag. Do you want to read out the tag? What does it say? All right, here we go. Um, all right, so 100% uh, acrylic. I don't know, probably not acrylic. There's some uh, signs on there. Uh, so a few crosses. Uh, all right. I'm reading that part there. Uh, no, the bottom bit. The bottom bit, okay. All right. 
I can see the beanie. Looks like it's a nice beanie. Looks like it's a it's a good beanie. Uh, dot dot dot. Or give this to your mum. She'll wash it. <laughs> now look. I get outraged on some real bullshit. Sort that's of a stuff. tag. That's not a. That's not an instruction booklet. Yeah, it's, it's an instruction, like instruction in the in the hat. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 And look, I get upset about some bullshit, but this is like. Why are you washing a beanie? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you washing a beanie? How much do you sweat? <laughs> it, you've got to wash your beanie. She's full of hormones. She's thirteen. Then don't wear a beanie if you're sweating. Oh. She wants to be cool and hip with the kids. Because she'll wash it. They'll get put in the dryer. Oh. It'll shrink. It won't fit. I like this. How's this? I understand it was probably a joke, but I think it's quite insensitive, especially in this day and age. It isn't the 60s anymore. I'm sure that there are a lot of men and dads who admit they also help with the washing. It isn't something to be embarrassed about. You know what? That is an empirical question. And every time we have a guest on the show now, we're going to ask them, do they do their own washing? We're going to collect data. Well... No, we're not going to do that. It's no, going to take too much work. Uh, I was just going to say, the only thing <laughs> is, is, is um, most people are going to say yes, unless of two things. One, they live with a partner. Yep. Or two, they still live at home. Do you do your own washing? Yes, I absolutely do. My, I don't even do my own ironing. I've been doing my own ironing no for way. ages. Oh. Of course I do. How do you do, you do, you, how do, you do your ironing? Uh, professionally. Oh, okay. <laughs> Neatly. I, I just do mine the standard way. How's that? Standard. Yeah. Yeah. Check I this do, out. Check what I've drawn. Hey! I actually kind of like the, the beanie design. <laughs> <laughs> so Kieran has uh, drawn a. Uh, oh look. I'll take a photo and we'll put uh, it up. Yeah, we'll put, put, it it up, up. put it up. Put it up. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna, look, he's drawn a what could be described as a teaspoon, and that's not what I would have done. But that's some of the good. It's really good. Uh, spoon, and it does say we only do one take podcast on it. And the and he's also drawn. I could only say a protractor without anything on it and a ruler <laughs> underneath. <laughs> That's <laughs> the same. That's uh, the same diameter as the uh, <laughs> as the protractor, and is also written in the box of the ruler. We only do the Hunt Tech podcast, but I'm pretty sure that is a, a that is a uh, that is a beanie. They're both limited editions. Oh, we can even get caps. We can do whatever we want. We just got to have the money from our Patreonies. Patreonies. That's right. Um, and in fact, I'll be in Vietnam soon, so I'll be able to get this made. No way. That's <laughs> it. <laughs> Fucking hell, this is the greatest thing ever. <laughs> oh. Oh, excellent. Anyway, so apparently this lady just complained and she just said, you know, uh, there might be people out there who have who might not have mums or parents who can do their washing for them, so this is just extremely insensitive. Now look, you know what? Unless it's just saying you have to give this your to your mum because, you know... Mm. Uh, because mums have to do the washing in the household, mm-hmm. uh, like that—that that would be insensitive. That would be stereotypical. That would be in all those words, all that bullshit. But this is just a joke. Like I think the Top Gear ones had it as well. Like I said, I think the Top Gear ones used to say, "Oh, to give it to your wife." Like I th- I'm pretty sure those T-shirts had them in there like years ago. Oh right, I okay. could be wrong. Uh, but I, I remember seeing like you know a joke tag, and it's like yeah, it's just funny. It's like a joke, like you know. The thing is, in the years I've been doing my washing, I've never looked at those tags. So, 
I am. Uh, I, I don't look at tags. No. I think tags are annoying. Yeah. Uh, I think they get in the way. Oh. And especially they can itch your neck. You know what? Have you what? ever bought a business shirt? Yes. I think I'm going to rant about this <laughs> too. I'll tell you what, I'm in a fucking ranting mood. You know what really shits me? You buy a, a, a brand new shirt, ready to go, and you think, yes, this is great. And it comes in that beautiful plastic packaging mm. and looks like just. It looks neat. It's all folded. And then you undo the plastic and it's just fucking a mess of shit inside your fucking shirt. Like it's got that paper under the collar and yeah. the paper and then the clips are clipped. It. And then you unfold, you take it all the shit out of the paper underneath. And then it's what the fuck's left? This crinkled shirt that now I have to iron. Do you know how I get around that? Uh, if, you, if, you, if you fucking uh, say... I, I no, wait. No. If you fucking say putting the shirt... Next to you in the shower to get the steam. I swear to God, I'm gonna punch you in the face. <laughs> no, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do that. And this is a tangent. Someone said put it in the dishwasher. Anyway, you know, rather than the washing machine. No, don't do that. I haven't. I've never tried it. Um, no, no. Do you, you, know, you honestly, you know how I get around that? Mm. Simple, simple problem. Yeah. Tailor-made shirts. Yeah, but you don't have to iron them. Oh yeah. Yeah, but this is what I'm saying. Like, as soon as you take it out of the package. No, tailor-made shirts don't come in packages. Yeah, 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 okay, okay. You got uh, me there. Uh, but uh, but uh, uh, for convenience. Understand. Actually, we should we should go to Vietnam and get some tailor-made shirts. I'd say, we only do the one late, podcast on the podcast. The collar. lady has got my measurements, so now I just have to order online. Sent on over. Yeah, she's very happy that she's got your measurements. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've never been over there yep. to get... Uh, to get tailor-made clothes it yeah. is an experience that's that's something that's on my bucket list it is an experience but uh especially if you've been riding a bicycle mm. in the hot sun Sh- shaved and shaved. then oh yeah <laughs> and <laughs> then your tour guide's like okay we're gonna get your tailor-made clothes because we're leaving tomorrow and they you walk in and you stink yeah like there's no tomorrow and they, they're very professional they're yeah. very professional yeah how do you say deodorant in, in in, in, in the language, do you know? Don't know. Don't know. Good. All I know is you yell Emma, and then the, the <laughs> Emma. <laughs> yeah Emma, and then you yell Emma when you're like eating somewhere, and then like the waiter comes over, and then you just say, "Could I please have a beer?" <laughs> <laughs> no, it's true because Emma means like uh, not less than. Emma means like younger person. Oh really? Because you know yeah. how they're, like they, they look after the elders. Yeah. So like an older will yell like Emma. Incredible. So there, that's my Vietnamese. That's what I know. That's pretty good. <laughs> when, I, when, 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 when I did go to Bali, I learned one word. And I think I learned, uh, thank you very much or something like that. But like the slang version of it. And I was saying it everywhere. And I was like, bam! Like, ah! Look at this, uh, like that. And it was really cool. And now I've totally forgotten what it is. But Jess used to piss us off laughing every time. Because uh, I'd just be like, ah! Say this word. And they'd be like, ah! And I'd be like, yeah. That's right. But then again, someone did say that I look like a Simon Bin Laden's brother at the time because I had a giant <laughs> beard. So, you know, you can't win them all. You can't win them all. No, you can't. You can't. Well, I think this has been a great show. This has been a fantastic show. This has show. been an excellent show. I can't believe we got through it. We didn't even do something serious. It never happens. I know. That's <laughs> un- unbelievable. Um, yes. Well, well, firstly, we'd like to say this ep- with episode seven... We'd like to thank everybody for listening so far. Yes. And now, very exciting. Uh, we are we are on iTunes. And we'd like to uh, make sure that we do get around. So, please, sh- spread this around with your mates. 
you know. Share it around, that's right. Yeah, share it around. You know, if you uh, see a post, give us a like. That's comment, it. Comment, rate, subscribe, um, you know, do whatever you want. Send us naked pictures if you're really feeling special. Uh, Which is fine by me. Yeah. Because you basically read them all. Yes. Have we got anything that's been sent to us yet? Uh, we had two comments. Yes. And uh, both were very positive. Okay. One you actually responded to, funnily enough. So there you go. Oh, there you go. I have responded. You have responded. So it's good so far. But like I said, we are on iTunes. We are on still that, on SoundCloud. That, that is bloody amazing. <laughs> I that worked is hard. Bloody amazing. That's how. Do Do we know how many listeners we've had? Uh, all I said. It's only the SoundCloud things at the moment. But we we are on popularity uh, is zero. Is zero. That's good. Popularity. I, I literally only got updated today. <laughs> I think about four hours ago, so I can't say. But, you know, it's finally all up there. It's up on things, so it's up on iTunes. Again, just search for We Only Do One Take Podcast. Put us in your RSS feed and get updates as soon as they come out. Uh, like us on Facebook because we do post. A ho- we're going to be punch- posting a whole bunch of really cool, exciting, sexy, uh, raunchy photos. Yes. And uh, some of the behind-the-scenes sort of stuff here. There will be a video on YouTube because we do have a YouTube account now. We, so, we do, yes. That's so, right. you know, with, uh, with with the first five episodes available to listen to if you want to listen to it there, but also a video of our Phillip Island special, our which, dildo which, challenge. Which, once again, I have to apologise. <laughs> there was an emergency and I, I was called away, which was a shame because I, I, I really wanted to be there for that yeah. challenge. But, uh, but that's we'll, okay. We'll, we'll do another challenge. We'll do another challenge. We'll do another challenge. You know, and if you'd like to think of another challenge, please uh, drop us a line. Like I said, Kieran, thank you so much for another amazingly fantastic episode. That's okay. And uh, guys, we'll see you next Thursday. It's weird because there's no ending. Cause <laughs> yeah.